My guest today has experience in defense electronics, RF microwave circuit design, semiconductors, electronic design automation, and cybersecurity that spans 30 years. Ted Morocco is a co-founder and CEO of SmartFlow Compliance Solutions, a cybersecurity firm focused on protecting software intellectual property from unauthorized use. He's passionate about fighting software piracy and has been active in the EDA community, encouraging companies to better protect themselves from piracy of their IP and their customers from unfair competition. Ted, what keeps you up at night? Scott, that's a very, very good question. And uh, I'll try to give you a short, short answer. Um, I'll go back in time a, a little, uh, a few years. So the first company I started uh, was involved in electronic design automation. And we dealt with uh, the development of radar systems, electronic warfare, avionics, in addition to the design of chips that would go into cell phones and satellite communications equipment. And when I was working there, we discovered um, early on that um, people were using the software that were not authorized to use it. And some of those people were, were possibly dangerous you know, people. So uh, one of the things that we discovered was Iran was using the software and they were sanctioned and, and were not supposed to have access to it. So they, they were downloading crack copies and using it. And funny, but you know, just this week, I, I opened up the, the um, newspaper and the headlines is that Iran is going into mass production of their fifth generation indigenously designed Kosar fighter aircraft. You're probably familiar with it. So, um, so this is a, this is a, a, a very uh, credible uh, aircraft. It has sophisticated radar systems. It has sophisticated avionics. And there's no doubt in my mind that probably they used software that my previous company had developed in designing these radar systems that could be used, you know, against friends of ours or allies of ours in, in, in that region. And uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's taken about 15 years or so for them to get there, but um, they've gotten there using software intellectual property copyrighted intellectual property that was misappropriated and, and used to develop weapon systems. Um, so that keeps me up at night, but I think the, the bigger concern from my perspective is in, is in Iran. It's, it's China and what's going on in the semiconductor industry and what's going on in the South China Sea. Because all of these things come together and they all could be a potential nightmare for, for the West and for the United States and for, you know, people that, that, that we, we know and love. So um, the way it works is that China has targeted the semiconductor industry. It's part of their five-year plan. They want to dominate it. They want to dominate it from a manufacturing perspective, but they also want to dominate it from a design perspective. And in order to do that, they need an economic advantage. So the economic advantage that they get is they can use um, millions of dollars worth of design tools without paying for them. And that gives them a huge competitive advantage against other semiconductor companies. So if you look at what's gone on in the semiconductor industry over the last 15 years, is there are fewer and fewer companies in the West that are involved in the development of semiconductors. And there are more and more companies that are involved in developing semiconductors in China. 
And it's not just the manufacturing, it's the design and it's the development. And the fabrication is another piece of it. And that's where Taiwan comes into it, is that, you know, most of the manufacturing for these advanced, you know, seven nanometer type semiconductors is taking place in Taiwan or South Korea or China. There are a few indigenous companies in the U.S. that can still make those kind of semiconductor devices, but they're, they're very few. And again, open up the newspaper and what do you see? The Department of Justice just went after um, China, Taiwan, some individuals in these countries that were stealing semiconductor technology from Micron, you know, one of the you know, premier companies in the United States that can make these kind of memory devices. So if you fast forward 15 years from now, what is the world going to look like? It's going to be dangerous. You know, China has has militarized international waters in the South China Sea. They have the ability to protect or to to really, um, you know, kind of restrict Taiwan from exporting, you know, products potentially from that area if, if they are successful. And the United States, from a from a defense perspective, you know, we might not might not even be able to manufacture the chips that we need to keep things like the F-35 and the F-22, you know, competitive and, and in the air. So I do think that the balance of power has shifted dramatically. I think that um, that, you know, the, the 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 big four, I think, right now is is, is China, Russia, Iran and, and North Korea as far as threats go. But but all three of those those areas are getting um, more powerful and they're doing it by taking our own intellectual property and using it against us. Well, wow, it's scary when you look at the technology and the IP, what they're taking and how that can use to be used against the U.S. It's certainly scary. I see why it keeps you up at night. Hey, hey Ted, where could some of our viewers learn a little bit more about you and your company, some of the things that you guys are doing if they want to reach out and connect with you? Well, yeah, thank you for asking. Yeah, we are we are on the forefront of really trying to secure and protect intellectual property. Um, information can be found at smartflowcompliance.com. Um, there isn't a ton of information out there because we try to keep some of our secrets secret, but you can find some general information. That's great. Well, well thank you so much there, Ted. Really appreciate you taking the time and coming on the, the show and, and sharing your expertise there. And uh, we want to thank you. Thank you very much, Scott. I appreciate it.